0: right? Yeah, and so I think oftentimes preachers are good at that. You know, we're trained that way in seminary that you've got to pull out the original meaning of the author's intent. Draw that out. Don't read your stuff into the text, right? Right? So you want to exegete what's in the text, but I think we wrongly diagnose the culture sometimes, or we don't at all. Uh. So exegeting the culture is when you look at the world reality as it is, and you're drawing out a right interpretation of what, what is happening here? Yeah. And now you take the scripture, what you've exegeted here, right. apply that to what's going on in the world. And this be our lens to, uh, to evaluate things. So yeah. it's being very relevant to what's going on around us.
1: Hey, well, welcome to Off the Cuff. Joe, average Joe Gordley here. <laughs> average Joe. That's my new moniker. Uh, just because I'm going to be asking a lot of questions uh, that I hope the average Christian wants to hear. And uh, later on, we'll be giving you access to
0: send in some questions. But I'm here going to be asking the questions of Pastor Jeff. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? Thanks for having me. I have no clue what we're going to talk about today, but I guess that's the point. Off the Cuff. We're Off just going to, whatever. Wherever the spirit blows, right, the wind right. blows, we go, yeah.
1: And I think that's great, and and because yeah. uh, you're so good off the cuff, and
0: uh, yeah, and but you're usually very prepared in all your sermons, though, aren't you? Yeah, but I do preach extemporaneously, so I'll, I'll have about four pages of notes, and then I'll get to the end of the sermon and realize I haven't looked at them, yeah. <laughs> because I it's just sort of a guide and things that cue in my brain, so, right. yeah. And so what do you think about uh, having other people sending in questions that we can look at? I love that, because yeah. that's where we're going to keep it real and relevant and kind of unscripted. Just whatever comes to mind that people are wondering about, that's yeah. where we go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think, um, I think one, of th- one of the phrases that I love that I was listening to when I was in the Daniel 1 yeah. sermon, you were talking about exegeting the culture what a great phrase I, and I expect us to have lots of cool yeah words that we're gonna learn yeah so what is exegete right exegeting exegeting scripture I know about but Real, how yeah. do you, you're pulling out of the text right
0: yeah and so I think oftentimes preachers are good at that you know we were trained that way in seminary that you've got to pull out the original meaning of the author's intent draw that out don't read your stuff into the text right right so you want to exegete what's in the text but I think we wrongly diagnose the culture sometimes, or we don't at all. Uh, so exegeting the culture is when you look at the world, reality as it is, right. and you're drawing out a right interpretation of what, what is happening here. Yeah. And now you take the scripture, what you've exegeted here, right. apply that to what's going on in the world, and this be our lens to, uh, to evaluate things. Yeah. So it's being very relevant to what's going on around us. Yeah, yeah. What do you think that's the, the, exegeting the culture. Does, does yes. the, is the culture,
1: or, or is our church culture driving the fact that most pastors don't do
0: that? Or what's driving that? Well, I think that's gone back and forth in church history. So you've had pietistic movements, like German pietism, okay. where it was explicitly taught not to mess with the culture. Right. Which the famous example there is the German pietists were sitting in their churches on a Sunday morning singing hymns while the rattling of the boxcars as Jews were being taken to the Holocaust shook their building. And there they are just singing and plugging their ears and just ignoring the culture around them. That's pietism. And there have been more proactive um, political engagements in church history. Um, And I think that's one of the things that we want to do. We want to find that appropriate balance that we're not letting the headline drive us. Like, you know, our sermons aren't just whatever happens to be in the headlines. We let the text drive us, but we exegete the culture too. That we're relevant to what's going on in the world around us, because that's what the scripture is. It speaks to all areas of life. When Paul in Acts 20 is saying goodbye to the Ephesian elders, he says, "I I did not shrink from teaching you the whole counsel of God. Mm, okay. So that's kind of the idea here. The whole counsel of God. The Word of God speaks to all areas of morality, which yeah. then touches on politics. and Theonomy. All... Theonomy. There you go. Oh, you <laughs> that's, just... a, that's a whole other. Is that where we're going on. off the no, Not Episode tonight. one. <laughs> today. No, I would love to go that way because, you know, yeah. I've been accused of being a Christian nationalist. Uh, and what is that? And yeah. what is theonomy? And how right. does the law of God right. apply to our culture? Right, that's yeah. a great one. So we'll do yeah. one. That's, that's yeah. going to be a whole. That's going to be a whole thing. Yeah. But
1: what, let, let me ask you this though. So since we're, we're talking, we're talking about exegeting the culture, and you just yeah. explained something about Pietism, and when you said German Pietism, I wasn't sure what part of the history you're talking about. So yeah. maybe we got to do some church history. Yeah. Because I thought you were th- when you
0: said German. the first thing that came to my mind was right after Luther,
1: right? Oh yeah. No, this and, is in
0: that middle period. Right. So what happens is after Lutheranism and then the Reformation coming out of Geneva you have some counter-movements. You have Amaraldianism in France. Mm-hmm. You have the, um, the Arminianism, right. which Dort addresses. But then there's a movement called Scholasticism. Okay. And Scholasticism, this is in the late 1600s. Okay. It's so meticulous mm-hmm. about every fine point of doctrine, every T cross. And I actually think that's good yeah. because we ha- God is orderly. Right. But the, the reaction there is that very often people could be scholastic but not spiritual now that's calvin's time is that the same after calvin that's yeah. after Calvin. yeah okay calvin wouldn't really be part of that scholastic school that that comes later calvin did is, he
1: influence it though
0: well yeah calvin is very orderly in his thinking you know i've got institutes up here on the shelf and you it's just it's a orderly arrangement of christian doctrine mm-hmm. so that is the the concept there but the the criticism of scholasticism is that it's not pietistic Okay. You know, like however you live, as long as you have the intellectual stuff right. Right. Pietism reacts to that. Okay. And that comes up in Germany, and it's basically saying what we need is devotion. Mm. We need the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. Right. Right. And it focuses on the life. How do you actually practically live before the Lord? Yeah. And that also became very privatized. Mm. So it was you and God. Okay. You know, and, and therefore, pietism, it, you hear the expression, like, he's so pious, yeah. or pietistic,
1: yeah. and the
0: idea is kind of holier than now, almost like other world that you've made a break from the world, okay. and now you're the super spiritual one,
1: Okay,
0: um, you're pious, but the German boxcars are, are rolling yeah. by. So pietism, in that sense, I'm using it negatively.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, if more people knew about that, they might say, well, yeah, we better we yeah. better we better ask our pastor how to interpret politics, how to yeah. interpret the culture. Right. Because how else are you supposed to? I mean the average Christian, how's the average Joe Christian gonna right. gonna understand how not maybe not even how to interpret,
0: but who how yeah, who do I who can kind I of trust? Well, if you look at the culture at large right now, how do you know what is a significant issue to make a stand on the Word of God? Mm-hmm. So how big of a deal is abortion? Right. If somebody is promoting abortion,
1: right.
0: is that disqualifying? Right. Can a church member support abortion? Right. And not come under church discipline. Right. Well doesn't you, you gotta exegete the word for that? Like yeah. how serious is murder? And other churches have that
1: problem right now. Yes. Big time.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, I, I would say that yes, you have to deal with those things. Like what's happened in our culture, if you rightly exegete the culture, mm-hmm. you're seeing that the the quote-unquote transitioning of children, the mutilation of children, that's such a big deal. You can't just say, oh, well, that's just, you know, one side thinks this and another side thinks that. No, this little boy will be mutilated and and changed for life and reduces life expectancy by 10 years and all of Mm -hmm. these kind of things. And the Christian has to defend this this child, you know, whose parents are the ones that have led him into this very often. And uh, we have to be that voice of, of reason and conscience and a defender of the weak. Wow. Yeah. Right? So you're yeah. exegeting the culture. You're exegeting the scripture. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, no, I actually do have to speak to that one. That's yeah. one we got to talk about. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so you mentioned the pietist. Was Bonhoeffer a pietist? No. So, so Bonhoeffer is um, against that because he's like kind of the extreme other end. Okay. The cost of discipleship. Yeah. He tried to assassinate Hitler. Right. right. <laughs> he's like he's but like he sees he's a war criminal, and he's saying, "Okay, I'm in the war against Hitler, yeah. and you and, know I'm going to try to kill him." Yeah, so that's right. probably the I opposite mean, of certainly a pendulum, pendulum swang but, yeah. but was was yeah. he for that at the beginning was he aligned with them you know you have to read Eric Metaxas' book on that one this yeah. is off the cuff that's but I, Bonhoeffer <laughs> I'm not an
1: <laughs> expert on him yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you yeah. brought you brought up the Germans yeah. I mean there's so many weird things come out of Germany I think at one yeah. point we're going to have to talk about psychology oh yeah and kind of influence I just met someone yeah. at the church whose who's husband I might have to bring him on okay uh, he's he apparently studied under Jay Adams. Nice. And uh, and does some uh, counseling. Does some writing. Oh, does some, some writing. writing in psychology. Like because all of all, all the psychology students, this is why I just heard yesterday. Yeah. All the psychology students have to use secular books. Mm. Well, gosh, I'd love some help's, uh, exegeting psychology. What can you look at? What can you look at? I right. mean, aren't we afraid to even send people? Oh, absolutely. Because, yeah. because we don't yeah. know what they're going
0: to get. Well, they're, most of the psychologists in the world are going to be influenced by Jung and Sigmund Freud and right. just that therapeutic, right. um, worldly nonsense. So that yeah. falls into exegeting the culture, too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, we would just say to that like in the counseling world, we're part of the biblical counseling movement. Yes. So, Jay Adams. Yeah. Newthetic, yes. which the, it comes from the Greek, which means to exhort. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I switched the wrong language. You're supposed to be average Joe. So I am average Joe. You know, you know average Joe. If you know, newthetic <laughs> counsel. Come on. I've
1: well, that was a lot of fun, but really short, only about eleven minutes. Uh, and you can really uh, just go to the next episode. But I got a couple of things I want to share with you first. So we're going to talk more about exegeting the culture in episode two, right? So, but we did, we kind of recorded it out of sync, and we're going to talk a lot about Blood Red Church. That's one of uh, Pastor Jeff's 11 books that he wrote, and Blood Red Church is really about how three different types of churches exegete the culture differently. So once you read, well, Read that book. I encourage you to read Blood Red Church. But once you go through episode two, which is about Blood Red Church, you'll really have um, a good idea about what this podcast is going to be about. Um, I'm going to post here. I'm posting up a picture of of the book if you're interested in getting it on Amazon or somewhere else. Blood Red Church argues that the redeemed of the Lord do, in fact, have a responsibility to stand for certain non-negotiable ethical positions. And that's what we're talking about here. Off the cuff, we're doing it in a live, um, in a live, unscripted way. So you'll hear me mostly stumble over words, but um, I'm sure we'll get Pastor Jeff once in a while. Uh, although he's he's pretty sharp, man. <laughs> so, you know, uh, so I'll be asking him questions that I think average Joe Christians want to hear, and we hope that you'll send in questions uh, via email to Off the Cuff at CornerstoneSJ.org. So that's the email site, uh, email for the show. So send in any questions, any ideas for topics, any way we can serve you. Send in prayer requests. Love to see it. Off the cuff, O-F-F-T-H-E-C-U-F-F at CornerstoneSJ.org. So go on over to episode two now. Uh, watch uh, our episode about Blood Red Church, then go to episode three, which is really the continuation that we started in, in this episode. So it was about 11 minutes. And then we had another 20 minutes. It was all on one topic. It was all on egalitarianism. Uh, and it was a really good episode as well. We uploaded a whole bunch. So I got a little bit of housekeeping here because it's our very first episode. So we're asking everyone, especially those that are members of the church or friends and, and family, please share this out in, the internet on your social media sites, uh, please subscribe. Uh, That's how we're going to let you know when, when shows are done or ready to go, we're just going to upload them as soon as we can, then uh, you'll get a notification. So um, if you want to participate again, you know, see the email uh, right there. And, um, you know, we're just very grateful to be able to serve our local community, share this with other, other churches. Uh, we we'll talk more about that in the blood red church, but there are, uh, in the blood red church book, there's red churches, blue churches, and gray churches. And some of those churches would really benefit, uh, because these are topics that they don't discuss in their churches and we want to serve them and we want to help disciple them, uh, and just love our, love our neighbor. So until next time, to us,